One, two, three, four. This, my dear friends, is the Chofta. Do you want some more? Podcast with Haji Mike. Culture, music, politics, football, life. Chofdians, Jimmy's Blues. It's a lonely kind of blues. And it's um, a very dear friend who passed away not so long ago. And he had a big impact on my life um, artistically. And I guess you could say he's a bit of a role model for me. But unlike most um, role models, you know, most famous people that you grow up with or grow into, Jimmy was a person I actually met, um, mainly and thankfully through my music. Jimmy is none other than Jimmy's Panosis from Greece. I grew up listening to his music when I was a student at Essex University, and he had this steaming song that came out around that time in the early 80s when Greece was trying to join the European Union. It's called... Sorry about the uh, rendition. But it was so popular that every time I came to Cyprus, all the, you know, and what was very popular back then in the early 80s was a thing called the boite, which is a French word for a sort of small gathering in a tavern where people play the guitars and sing. So there was a lot of this boite culture that had come from Greece as well, from the 70s and it was mainly a sort of student uh, youth thing so every boite that you went to every place that you went to and including the sort of more mainstream live venues most of them were singing this song called Achevrobi it would be quite a long time before I realised who this person was um, probably by about the late 80s when I started writing about music and I included writing about Greek music because I was very fortunate enough to have known um, the wonderful people from Drehandiri, Agis and Lagis Patalis, and Agis, may you rest in peace. Um, eventually I lived above the, the, the haven for Greek music, at the biggest collection of Greek records anywhere in the world. And it was, you know, common knowledge that a lot of Greek artists used to come there to buy their own records. Uh, for one reason or another, I don't know why they lost the record, they never got one or whatever, but Drehandiri had everything in stock. So when I lived above the shop, um, one day I went down, it was pissing down with rain outside in Haringey, and I went downstairs, and I was, was excited, like, you know, like a young kid who just discovered Toffee Crisp for the first time. 
It's a big sort of Cheshire cat smile on his face. You just missed him, he goes to me. I was, what are you talking about? Jimmy's. I said, Jimmy's who? Jimmy's Barnusis. I thought, what? Jimmy's Barnusis was in the shop and he says, yeah. He came, he just walked in, he had an anorak on and he came in incognito. Didn't didn't go to the counter and say, yes, I see me old Jimmy's Barnusis. You know, he, he was a very humble man. He He liked to blend in, as I discovered later on. Just walked in with his anorak on and went to the section with his records and, um, you know, proceeded to buy the record. And then at some point, I, I guess, realised who he was. So they started having a bit of a conversation and he was telling him, you know, how much he admired his music and everything. And five minutes later, I went downstairs. So it wasn't to be, you know, at that point. Many years later, when I'd started making my own music and um, released my first album, Hadji Mike on the Mic, which got a very warm welcome in, in the community in London and in Cyprus and around the world. Um, a, few year, a few years after its release in 93, I discovered that somebody had been playing it in Greece and I, I couldn't figure it out, you know, why. All of a sudden, you know, around, around about 1998, I'm getting all these... Um, Letters from people in Greece. This is before the internet, of course, when people used to write letters. Getting all these letters from people in Greece. Um, can I buy a Hadji mic on the mic? And of course, there was no more CDs left. So I'd have to write back politely and say it was out of stock. As a parenthesis, I recently found a box of them through my wonderful friend Tony Roberts in London. But that's another story. So I would answer these um, people very politely and then Around that time, I met a really wonderful, I'd say, person. A lot of people don't see him as wonderful, but I do. He's a very good friend of mine called Alvinos Vasiliadis. He's from Chiperunda. We met when we both started teaching at Frederick. And he's saying to me, Hadri, Mike, I remember you from London, etc., etc. I've got some really, really good news for you. And I said, what's that? And he said to me, Jimmy Spanosis is a fan of yours. I said, no, that's impossible. You know, I just missed him by 10 minutes in London. How does he, how does he know me, you know? He, said, well, he plays your songs every day on radio. I said, what are you talking about? He plays my songs. He said, well, he's got this daily radio show where he does these pranks and he phones people up and he, you know, calls them up and does various things like, you know, they're hilarious, by the way. You should Google them. Um it's very much like Phone Jacker. It came out, came out around that time, I guess. So he was playing my songs as background music every single day of the week. He was doing five shows a week. I think it was Sky Radio or Star Radio in Greece. So eventually, you know, I, I had to meet him, you know, and just say thank you. And that time I did meet him in the early 2000s was in Athens, Greece, when he came to my gig, which was a big honour for me. And he walked in, dressed very much humbly in he had these sort of uh, stocking-like slack, you know, don't call them trousers, they were like stockings, you know, baggy stockings that he wore on stage as well. Humbly introduced himself, Jimmy Spanos, he smiled, and we sat down and had a beer together. And it was probably one of the most 
ordinary conversations I haven't had, I ever had with an artist, and I've I've met many artists as a journalist and as an artist myself. But he was so down to earth; it was just unbelievable. He was talking about what he was doing, what I was doing. He stayed at the event all night. He skanked away, just stood in the corner, skanking to the reggae all night long while I was DJing. We became friends, and when he came to Cyprus a couple of times, I went to see him backstage. It was just an honour for me, that, you know, to actually meet him and appreciate the fact that this person understood me, you know. It's about the only artist in Greece that understood me outside of him, Iskumbria, really. So I had, a, I had a special kind of link with him. And many years later, around about 2016, I joined a band called the Highgate Rockers. And one day in a rehearsal, I started doing this chord progression and that became the song Blues for Jimmy. Since I did that, though, every, I don't know what, every year or so, I, I suddenly think Jimmy needs to be done different, you know. So after the band disbanded a couple of years later, um, I made Blues for Jimmy into Reggae for Jimmy, and I started performing it. Didn't record it. Um, and I liked the Reggae for Jimmy as well. But recently I've been thinking blues for Jimmy really should be much more bluesy. And I started playing it more in minor chords and something else came out in the song. And so this is Jimmy's blues for my dear friend Jimmy Spinosis, who sadly is no longer with us. And as a little afterthought, I'm sure Jimmy would have something to say about Dalaras and his little rant with the media this week. In fact, I know he would have something to say about it and it would probably land him in court again and he'd still say Dalaras, Dalaras, Dalaras afterwards. But that's what Jimmy represented. He represented something counter, counter in the system, counter hegemonic. He was a fighter and he annoyed everybody. And that's why I really love what he did and I will always respect and promote him. That's missing, you know, from from um, Greek music, that voice. There was no other voice like it. And today you've got the media trying to play that role with Dalaras and it's so sanitised, really, you know. All, all the media are doing is it's kind of like just defending themselves as journalists, you know, and how hard it is for them to make a living and all this kind of BS. And you really need a voice like Barnosis to challenge all that. And the way he dealt with the media as well was very impressive all the time. Every time you didn't know what he was going to, how he was going to react. He even did one interview once in the toilet just to annoy the journalist. Anyway, enough of my chuffed and ranting for this week, folks. This is Jimmy's Blues. Jimmy's Blues 
that only Jimmy had A lonely kind of blues That drives a person mad Blue blues for Jimmy Chimaco. 